Welcome in, everyone. This is the full 10 yards betting podcast where every pound counts. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you got all your bets ready, all your selections ready for week eight. Uh, Adam's doing a double shift this week. Work, I welcome him in today. He joins me once more. Adam, uh, filled in very well on Thursday there, mate. Very, very, very impressed. How's your, how's your new fame, uh, newfound fame treating you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, quite enjoyed doing um, Thursday nights with uh, Sean. I, I do find myself stuttering and mumbling a little bit because I generally give myself stats that I haven't double-checked, which I'm <laughs> 90% sure. But then I argue with myself live on microphone, which isn't the best kind of etiquette. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I like to try and be as accurate as I can. I think it's better that I double-check these things. But I'm going to try and not do that and just make some some, some stuff up tonight. Mm. Uh, talking of double checking, I suppose it's worth double checking uh, our, <laughs> our performance last week, Adam. Uh, I think it's fair to say it's a big wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it could have gone better, couldn't it? Mm. Never mind. Um, yes, as I say, we, uh, obviously for transparency, we obviously have to pay, we have to post. We, we're not, we're not going to be saying that we're really uh, all singing, all dancing, and because I know quite a lot of tipsters and all that out there like to try and play their own horns when they when they have one winning bet and have five losing ones. So, uh, but, you know, it's it's it's, uh, it's it's good to be honest and transparent when you when you're giving out those bets. But so uh, yeah, if you want to go and check out Adam's work, I'm sure he'll do better this week than he did last week over at tdtips.com or at Touchdown Tips on Twitter, as you all know by now. But what I thought I'd do, Adam, obviously uh, last time, last, the last time we did a £100 challenge for the uh, for the Bears game, didn't go quite so well either. So you could probably uh, whack another whack, whack, whack in there as well. But we're going to do it for the first Wembley game uh, between the Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you, you're obviously going to this game watching, I think you described it on Thursday's podcast as uh, anguish in the going to see them live. Yeah, may well be. Yeah, I, I'm at um, I'm on the st- doorsteps of Wembley at the moment as we speak. Um, I had a couple of beers to settle into the hotel room, and very much looking forward to it. Despite the the quite obvious pain which is going to come from it, it's, <laughs> it, it's not going to be it's not going to be pretty for a Bengals fan. But I've got a um, fairly decent seat, which you will see next week, hopefully, because mm. you're coming to the Texans um, yep. Jags game with me. Yep. Um, yeah, kind of all 22 view, I think, but we, um, I will see tomorrow and we'll see what happens. So, um, yeah, can't imagine it being too impressive for Bengals, but uh, yeah, don't know, don't always get a chance to see your team live, do you? No, absolutely not. And just remember, our first first Tottenham game, we were all over the uh, the Bears, weren't we? And look what happened there. So, uh, I'm <laughs> that's very true. So yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to shine there. I'm trying to give you a bit of hope, a bit of light at the end of that tunnel. But uh, yeah, it's pretty much like that uh, football team that was stuck down that cave that time. I think uh, for your for the light of your tunnel. But they did get out. <laughs> yeah, so. pretty much. <laughs> well, was it like? A yeah, I don't think there's any way out for the Bengals. No, well, we <laughs> we should just be submerged and suffocate and drown. But there we go. Um, yeah, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we shall see. But yeah, we're going to do a hundred pound challenge just because it's a bit of fun. Mythical hundred pounds again. Uh, any bet, or you can you can afford to lose. So, I've got hundred pounds to spend on the game, Adam. Um, I'll go with my biggest bet first. I, I, like I say, we're obviously pretty confident that the Rams uh, are going to win the game. So, rather than trying to you know, be boring and put stick to stick in a hundred pound on the main line, uh, I've got my biggest bet is fifty five pound on the handicap Rams minus eleven and a half. 
Um, it's interesting to see actually both teams came over on the Friday this year. And we know, obviously we know the history of teams coming over on the Friday doesn't do very well, but it's obviously uh, one of these teams has to win uh, that come over on Friday because they both did. So um be interesting. Yeah. I'm quite uh, intrigued to see... Um, I was trying to find like second half lines or second like, the half of the most points or stuff like that. So I've I've got something similar in in the line of my bets. Um, but I, I I can see a really boring first half. Uh, so sorry to put the mockers on that as well if it comes true. But so yeah, generally, uh, and let's not forget as well for the for the Rams this would be like like a five o'clock six o'clock in the morning game when it was something like stupid like that. Oh no, it's four o'clock kickoff, isn't it? Um, it's um, five o'clock because the oh, clocks go the back clocks. overnight. Yes, so it's, it's it's basically a six o'clock kickoff mm. Eastern time for them. Sorry, um, no, one o'clock Eastern time. So yeah, it's on it 10 a.m. kickoff for the Rams, yeah. essentially. Plus, yeah, yeah. obviously yeah, traveling so. over that, that many that many time zones as well. Only having two days to to kind of get ready for it. It's a bit, a bit silly, really. You should be, really be coming over. If you're the West Coast of America, you should be coming over uh, a lot earlier in the week. But alas, both teams over on the Friday, both teams, especially the Rams, I saw some pictures of the practice as well. They looked, uh, they looked pretty tired. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, 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 I think it'd be a slow start in Wembley. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I believe the Rams were in Georgia um, last week. I think they had a mini camp kind of, as a kind of halfway home. Yeah, kind of thing. But yeah, I can um, I can definitely see with you. I, I can tell you for a fact that the weather at Wembley is not very nice at the moment. Supposedly it's meant to be dry tomorrow, but obviously it's a grass pitch. So I think it's probably going to be fairly soggy, which leads itself to a run game and not too many points. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if added with the not probably not jet lag, but kind of tiredness will yeah. um will be the pitch as well so yeah i can see it being under that cluster um yeah so yeah just to confirm there minus 11 and a half 10 to 11 uh generally as well that's 55 pounds on that as well so that's the main main bulk what's your, what's your main bet for the 100 pound challenge Adam? uh the biggest one i've got strangely enough given the fact i just said it'll probably be a running game is Auden tate over three and a half receptions mm. um he's been really good recently for the Bengals um, and it looks like Jalen Ramsey will probably be tailing Tyler Boyd so it means Tate will get the softer coverage admittedly softer coverage isn't exactly great still um, but Tate has made a number of really really good highlight catches recently mm. and if you've got the one of the best cornerbacks in the league as much as I hate to say it because I hate the guy um, covering the other receiver, then he's, there's a pretty good chance that Auden Tate should get a fair bit of the ball. I've got 30 quid on him, over three and a half receptions at five to six. He has had uh, at least six targets in the last five games. He only caught three last week, but it was 65 yards. That was against the Jags. Yep. Um, he caught five the week before, three, four, six in the weeks before that. So, I think over three and a half is probably about the right line and it, I would definitely lean over on it. So yeah, I've gone with that. Mm. How much was on that? Uh, £30, so, uh, five to six. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so uh, sticking with that similar theme then. So my next best, my next uh, biggest bet is £15 on under 74 and a half pass attempts with bet 365 at four to five. Uh, if you go back and look at um, Mr. Andrew Gregory Dalton's uh, pass attempts in the last five games, 43, 39, 38, 37, 36. I mean, how poetic is that? Um, that's quite interesting. The Chamber 43 spoiled it, but uh, nevertheless. Uh, but obviously, yeah. they, 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 as, a, as a team that's not on seven, they've been passing a lot, obviously, because they've been behind in games. So if that's the kind of, that looks like the ceiling to me for Andy Dalton, which means that you only need 
30, 35 or so pass attempts from uh, Mr. Dortwell, anywhere between 30, uh, 35 to 40. Um, and if you look at the games where Goff and the LA Rams uh, have won games, they've only passed 37, 38, 28 and 39. So whilst the line looks about right, I say coupled with the weather and coupled with generally um, the Bengals being so bad against the run, Todd Gurley, Daryl Henderson and all the rest of them are just going to run the ball down your throats like Lamar Jackson did uh, not so long ago. Uh, I can just see this one being under 74 and a half pass attempts. And I thought that's a pretty decent line yeah. to go under. I thought it was quite high. Uh, personally, I thought I'd probably take tack off a couple off of there, maybe have 70 and a half or something. Uh, I think the part, the t- the total attempts of rushing, I think it was about 48, 50 odd area as well. I didn't really, didn't really like that. Maybe you probably play the over on that, perhaps if uh, the Rams get into a big lead. But I think pretty much the Bengals are going to be passing most of the game like they have been doing all season. Uh, but I thought so under, under 74 and a half, especially with the, that, that ceiling there of Andrew Dalton. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a cracking bet, to be honest. Um, it's one I probably should have had a look at. Um, yeah, my my second biggest kind of contradicts that is uh, Joe Mixon under 14 and a half rush attempts. That's five to six on 365 as well. Uh, oof, I might have to change that a little bit, man. I'll, I'll downgrade that a tiny bit and make it 20 quid uh, <laughs> on Mixon under 14 and a half. Um, Bengals think, are probably going to be trailing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, think that, I think under 14 and a half rushing, uh, rushing attempts. Jesus. Who do you, who do you think yeah. you are going to get into a 14-point 14, 14 lead? <laughs> that, that's what I mean. Yeah, that, that's that's my logic with it, is that we're probably going to be trailing most of the game. He's um, topped that. Like, he's, I would tell you how much he's topped that, but it's... Uh, the, Bengals, the, Bengals um, wouldn't yeah. know what a lead, the Bengals wouldn't know what a lead was if a dog come up to them and asked to go for a walk. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I think we were leading against the Jaguars at halftime last week. <laughs> There's no need for this kind of negativity behind my team. Um, yeah, I, I, it's been fairly well publicised the last uh, last few games for the Bengals. Last week, Joe Mixon had 10 rushing attempts. He finished on two yards. Two yards yeah. The week before against the Ravens, he had eight attempts, finished on 10 yards. Yeah, uh, yeah the run game is not very good for the Bengals. Um, in those two weeks, he had 10 attempts and eight attempts. He has topped it three weeks in a row before that, 15, 15, and 19, um, against the Cardinals, where it was a fairly close game and we could run all over them. But the Rams haven't got an awful run defense. I just, they're probably going to be trailing. It, the Bengals have not been using Joe Mixon in the fourth quarter, which has been infuriating because it's just what the Bengals do, frankly. But mm. yeah, I thought under 14 and a half rush attempts was fairly decent. Mm. Five to six, 20 quid on that. Yeah, that Bengals, that Bengals offensive line is a bit awful as well. So Zach Taylor's not shown really any commitment to the running game, and uh, under 14 and a half, uh, 14 and a half is the line that you'd maybe look at if it was a you know not a, an 11 point half spread there. But uh, yeah, I think Aaron Donald yeah. might, could he could even play quarterback the speed he'll get to to Mixon and Andy Dalton. But we yeah, yeah we shall see. Don't mind that at all whatsoever. Okay, last last three of mine are all the same, so I'll just run through these. Um, Rams to win every quarter is nine to two. Uh, I think that was a bit Beth 365 off the top of my head. That's I've got a tenner. And then just similar to what I was saying at the top of the podcast about the third quarter, most points, uh, nine to two. I thought I'd say it could be a, a slow first half. And generally, the third quarter is the biggest price of the lot. So uh, I can see maybe the teams getting their act together in the third quarter. I mean, how many times do you see it when the West Coast team travels over to the East Coast and light the Chargers and get going in the third quarter? Um, and I think the reason I've gone third quarter over fourth quarter is I think the game could probably be over by the fourth quarter and then they'll just run the clock down and, and get out of there and go on the bye week. So, um, yeah, I've gone with that nine to two, ten pounds. And then finally, uh, Daryl Henderson, uh, nine to four, uh, ten pounds as well. 
there was there Henson saw a, few, a bit a bit of action last week. Uh, I don't think I couldn't see Malcolm Brown uh, priced up anywhere as well. So I'm not sure if he's travelled. I couldn't. <laughs> I know, no, he's I not fit, playing. He's not playing. Okay, so I like that even more. Then, um, yeah, again, could be with Gurley's knees, could get out of hands. You know, third quarter, and then Dura Henderson. You know, he might even get some carries off of Gurley. Obviously, been helping with the workload of of Gurley this this year. But I thought over two to one, I thought was pretty decent for for Dura Henderson, who's looked when he when he's had the when he's been touching the ball, he's looked actually quite decent. Yeah, he's uh, he's been explosive, and for that reason, I've gone for twenty quid on him at ninety four mm. as well. Yeah. Score touchdown. Uh, yeah, obviously a little bit big about on that one, just because I, I and for all we know, I mean, we expect the game to be fairly, fairly easy for the Rams, so they may well not bother with Gurley for a lot of it as well. Yeah. Um, I did hear a very good quote recently. I think it was on the FF Ballers uh, that Gurley will not. He, there's been massive gaps for him, and he's not finding them. Whereas Henderson will run really, really fast in one direction, whether it's the right direction. It doesn't really matter. He he is going to go quickly through a gap. So yeah, I can see him just running rough shot, rough shot all over the Bengals defense if he gets the chance. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My my other ones are main. Yeah, they're all touchdown based as well. Uh, Ten quid on Gerald Everett scoring anytime twelve to five. He's been highly targeted in the last few weeks and scored yep. last week in the red zone. I think he leads the Rams in red zone um red zone targets. Um, and that's mainly to the detriment of Gurley in the passing game, who yeah. has not had a whole heck of a lot recently. Um, Cup and Everett both to score five to one. Um, they are the two main red zone targets for the Rams this season. Um, Everett's on seven targets, Cup's on ten targets through the season, three and two touchdowns in the, um, the red zone for them. And my that was ten pounds on that one. And yeah. my last five pounds is forty to one. For Todd Gurley to score first, Joe Mixon to score last. Um, I did just say that Mixon doesn't really take part in the fourth quarter, but I he does get the goal line carries if Andy Dalton isn't getting them. Um, so if you think the Rams are going to get to an early start, they'll give Gurley a bit early on. I thought him to score first, Mixon to score last, 40-1 to 1 was worth five quid. Lovely stuff. Okay, they are the hundred pound challenges. Any any guys out there, any listeners out there, have any uh, any better ways to spend a hundred pounds on that Rams <laughs> that Rams Bengals game apart from going to the merchandise store? Uh, send them over to us at Fulton Yards, and we'll retweet some of the best bets on there. But Adam, let's uh, let's do what we always do. Let's move on to the main slate of games then. Uh, plenty of games for us to get involved with. Dallas are on a buy though, so that's fun. Um, so let's start off like we always do uh, with the money line. <laughs> Yes, we always start with the money line. Definitely, definitely always. Um, yeah, my one is a lot of short-priced guys this week. Uh, I've decided not to be too fancy as um, I've tried to be recently, although I did get two out of three last week. It was the Lions that let me down, they, um, losing to the Vikings. Um, so I've gone with the Rams, as we've talked about. That's going to happen. The Saints, which is a fairly, fairly safe one. Uh, the Texans hosting the uh, Raiders and the 49ers hosting the Panthers. Those four, all very, very short price favourites, 1.88 to 1, so not even 2 to 1. But uh, the way last week went, I think I need a few more safer kind of bets, so I'll probably go with that. Um, Not too much to dig into, to be honest. I think they're all the better teams. The Saints um, should, I think they might even have Drew Brees back for this week, which is the, uh, the rumour that's going around. So I would be surprised if they don't beat the Cardinals, uh, the Rams, obviously the Bengals, the 
49ers match up really well with the Panthers, as I mentioned on the Thursday pod. Um, the 49ers are a very good run team and the Panthers like to have people run on them. Um, their secondary is very good. Their run stopping is not very good at all. So it's actually a fairly good matchup for the 49ers. And the Texans should beat the Raiders. The Raiders give up a lot of 20-plus yard passes. And that's what Watson and Stills slash Hopkins are very good at. So, yeah, I think they're all fairly, fairly safe favourites. I'd imagine one of them probably still lose. But I'm going to try and try and try and go for a safe one. 1.88 to 1. Yeah, uh, the one that's going to let you down there, mate, is the 49ers. Because um, I'll tell you why. Away teams off a bye are 86, 56, and 2 against the spread since 2011. That's 59%. And San Francisco um, have an away game on Thursday night football as well. So potentially, uh, that's a, yeah, divisional okay. away game uh, on Thursday night football against Arizona. Yes, Arizona aren't the biggest uh, of threats in the NFL, but you know, playing well at the moment. But yeah, San Francisco, 15th for a DVOA and 15th in points per drive. Uh, I think the Carolina actually match up okay with uh, with San Francisco. That defensive line uh, against the being up San Francisco offensive line. Uh, yeah, we all know that San Francisco are going to run the ball. I just think uh, Carolina uh, have had way way too long to prepare for this one. And uh, Carolina, I've not gone for more than money line, but they do appear a bit later on. Uh, money line wise, uh, I've got money line uh, Green Bay, Buffalo, Indianapolis, and Houston. Uh, Green Bay, pretty simple. No Patrick Mahomes for Kansas City. Green Bay should go in there. I quite like the uh, the odds. I think it's like they're about uh, two point favourites or something like that. So, uh, for money line purposes, I am quite happy to take them. Buffalo match up quite well against the Philadelphia Eagles on both sides uh, of the ball. Eagles surge straight away game uh, injuries in that secondary. Uh, Bills defense matches up well in terms of give, taking uh, taking away the pass. And you know, Philadelphia not really done much with the run game so far this year, to be quite honest. So Jordan Howard's had a a decent game or two, but then the Bills offense as well uh, with Smokey Brown, Josh Allen's big arm uh, against that beaten up secondary for the Eagles uh, who cut out Orlando Scandrick. That has been quite interesting to uh, to hear the full yeah, on that. But yeah, that's funny. He's not happy, is he? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, Eagles at two of the last three games under 300 yards of offense. Uh, include obviously the two straight losses at two Minnesota and Dallas as well. So Bills, I think the Bills should be a bit more of a, a bigger favourite there than the 1.5 they are at the moment. But so yeah, anyway, money line purposes gone for Buffalo, uh, Indianapolis. Um, I'm not taking Joe, you know, Joe Flacco who's just lost Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders, um, so we know that uh, they're not going to be scoring too many points. And this is a team that only scored six points last Thursday night um, as well. So against the Kansas City de- uh, defense, it's not that great. And then, like I say, Houston, um, they, there's going to be loads of points in this game. Houston versus Oakland as well. So, um, yeah, fancy Deshaun Watson to, to pile up the yardage and pile up the points there on Luke, uh, Oakland. That's four, just under four and a half to one with Unibet. 4.45 uh, to one with Unibet. Green Bay, Buffalo, Indianapolis and Houston. There we go. Nice. There we go. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move over to Handicap. Yeah, um, I have uh, three underdogs this week, which is um, probably probably after trying to go safe on the other ones, probably not the best thing to do. I've got the Chargers plus three and a half at the Bears. I actually have gone against you with the Bills. I've got Eagles plus two and a half. Although, in fairness, you could still win and we I could still win that one. Yep. And Tampa plus two and a half as well at Tennessee. Um, the Chargers, I, the, I don't know what to make of this game, frankly, but... I think the Chargers are the better team. The Bears, obviously, we saw last week, they don't trust Trubisky. No one actually wants Trubisky to be there. The defense is falling off because of it. It's the same as Jacksonville situation when Blake Bills was there, that the defense is losing faith. They're getting tired because they're on the field all the time. 
they're really not into it. Um, and yeah, Trubisky's just garbage. I, I try not to lay into him, but it's just so easy. He's so bad. He, he, they could trade for literally any quarterback in the league at the moment and they would become a better team. Um, the Eagles, I, they're another really tough one to call. I think they're still the better team than Buffalo. Buffalo obviously have had a very easy schedule. Yeah. Um, although they did push the Patriots close, which is a fairly decent result. Their, their result against the Dolphins last week was not very good. They needed a very late um, onside kick return to at least bump up the points for them, whereas the Dolphins were coming back into that one quite well. Um, the Eagles will need to bounce back after the Cowboys' result last week. They were embarrassed in national, on national TV, so they need to put in a decent performance this week. Mm-hmm. And Tampa coming off a bye. You'd imagine that Arians has been sat down with Jameis for the last 15 days, uh, telling him to stop throwing the ball to the people in the other colours. Um, whether it'll help or not, I'm not too sure, but Jameis has those games every now and again, and he generally bounces back with a fairly big game. Um, mm. The Titans have got a decent um, a decent defense, but they like to run the ball, and Tampa have the third best run defense in the league, yeah. um, holding McCaffrey, uh, Barkley, and a few others to very few yards. So if they can stop Derek Henry getting easy first downs, then they're going to force it to the passing game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, should be fairly good, I think. Um, so yeah, those three charges plus three and a half, Eagles plus two and a half, Tampa plus two and a half was earlier seven point four nine on Marathon Bet, um, seven point two two on Red Zone, so around seven to one. Sorry, um, actually, I tell a lie. That was all uh, decimal points, so six po- six and a half, or about about Thanks, six to one. Thanks, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just a point on that, on that Tampa Bay one. Uh, Jameis Winston coming off a bye with Tampa Bay. Uh, they, I think they, the, the offense, or certainly t- Jameis Winston, they, they average over 400 yards of offense uh, since he's been in the league uh, off, off a bye, uh, not counting the, uh, the, one, the, the week one game that got cancelled a couple of years back because of the hurricane in Miami. So, um, yeah, Should, could, uh, certainly, uh, certainly a good bounce back spot there for t- uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I agree with everything you say as well about uh, Derek Henry maybe not uh, getting the day that he particularly wants, forcing Tannehill to air it out a little bit. But so uh, we shall see. Uh, I've gone for Carolina plus five and a half. Don't really need to go into that. I've already said my bit. Uh, Green Bay minus two and a half uh, and Buffalo minus one and a half uh, as well. So uh, I've probably explained quite a lot of those those games already. So I don't really, uh, I, I just feel that Buffalo, that Buffalo should be a, a field goal. Field goal handicap as well, so that's that's, that's just the general five point nine five to one there for the uh, for the handicap. Let's move over to the totals. Yeah, um, totals. I've got. Uh, well, yeah, I originally did um, Rams versus Cincinnati under forty nine, and then I checked the line, and it's under forty six and a half. But as we mentioned earlier, with the hundred pound challenge, it's probably going to be a run heavy game. The field is going to be cut up quite easily. The weather supposedly is better tomorrow, but very cold. Um, so under 46.5 in that one. Uh, Saints versus Cardinals over 48. Uh, I've said it every week this year, seemingly. The Cardinals play very quick. There's a lot of plays in their games. If Drew Brees is back, then that adds a lot more threat to the Saints. Um, they could pull up, probably put up 30, 40-ish by themselves, and the Cards should be able to put up 20. Um, and then Colts v Broncos, both of these teams like to run the ball. The Colts have got a decent defense. The Broncos have got a decent, decent defense. So I think under 42 on them is a fairly decent one. 
Um, it's 5.95 to 1 for those three. I don't think there's too much more to go into, to be honest. Mm. Okay, uh, I've gone for Houston, Oak, Houston Oakland over 51 and a half. Uh, there's just going to be a lot of points in this game. Houston secondary is banged up. Um, Houston last three games four, uh, averaged 485 yards. Uh, the last three games have gone over 53, 55 and, and 85 points. Um, yeah, Oakland are 30th in DVOA. And uh, I expect a massive game from Nuke Hopkins as well, because when Will Fuller is out, uh, Nuke, Nuke Hopkins seems to do very well. I know Oakland have had a, a decent time to prepare for... No, they didn't. They got, they got smashed by the Packers last week, didn't they? Um, yeah, I just think... <laughs> yeah. um, I think, didn't Oakland trade someone to Houston on the, in the secondary as well? So uh, Yeah, yeah Gary and Conley. That's it. Um, yeah, I can just see a lot of points in this one. Uh, two bad back ends of the defences. Uh, and Deshaun Watson just going to light them up. He could quite easily get 500 yards. 500 yards if he really wanted to. I've uh, gone for over 48 in the New York Giants-Detroit game. I'm um, quite interested to see what the Detroit reaction is to Quandre Diggs being uh, being traded. Obviously, a lot of bad reaction, I think, in the uh, in the locker room there. So it'll be interesting to see, how much, A, how much they try, and B, um, how, you know, kind of how much effort they put in and how that kind of affects the offense as well. But uh, Detroit have allowed 110 rushing yards every week um, so this season uh, to the run game. So Saquon Barkley is going to have a big game. Um, Stafford, I think, is just going to light up the Giants. He's had a decent season of it so far this this year. Um, he always beats up on bat on bad defenses, and they've thrown a lot despite Daryl Bevel being there. Um, he has a 13-3 touchdown to interception rate, uh, and quietly going about his work. I know the record um, was it three three and one. Um, they've probably played a little bit better than that. And here's a stat for you: uh, when Detroit have been at home and, and touchdown or more favourite, it's 11 and 11 and five on the overs. Uh, as well, so it's not a bad little stat there. Um, so yeah, quite like the overs in that one. Um, and say Detroit's defense, they could be quite bad, so um, they give up quite a lot of rush. So second Barkley could have a few big ones. And uh, I can just say, I say, I can see the points racking up in that one. So over 48. Uh, and then I've gone unders in the New England Cleveland game. The unders then in the New England game seem to be cashing quite a lot so far this season. Uh, Baker Mayfield has the most interceptions, uh, and the Patriots defense has the most interceptions on the year as well. So um, might maybe similar themes there. If that is the case, generally turns of fields do mean lower scoring games because you're not you know you you're having drives and then an interception happens uh, unless they're taken back for a pick six, which is obviously what New England have done pretty much this year. Um, yeah, yeah, but the Patriots uh, pretty, pretty much slaying all, all ahead of them. But yeah, they've got tough t- tougher games ahead. Uh, again, I think it's just going to be a case of being at home in Foxborough. Baker Mayfield's going to be uh, chucking some absolute pies uh, once more. And I think, again, they're just going to get out of there and, and look ahead to the bigger games that are coming up on the slate, including Philadelphia, Baltimore, Dallas, and all the rest of them as well. So, um, yeah. Why? If it's, if it's not fixed, don't break it. And I think unders in New England games uh, seem to be a good way to go. So, yeah, I've got overs in the Houston and New York Giants games and then unders in the uh, New England Cleveland game. Again, five, uh, 5.95 to 1 there, generally. Yep, nice. Okay, let's move over to any time touchdown scorers. What have you got? Uh, yeah, my um, yeah, I've got I've obviously got a few like normal. Um, John o. Smith is one that I've been very interested in this week for the Titans. Um, they are without Delaney Walker, and they're finally moving the ball with uh, Tannehill under center. They had over 300 yards last week um, without. Um, with Tannehill in the centre, like I say, where John o. Smith had about, he, I think he had over 60 yards on three receptions. He is 7-2 uh, to, uh, to score uh, this weekend. Darrell, Darrell Henderson, that we mentioned yep. earlier, uh, cool. for the Rams. Uh, Kenny Galladay 
is just under evens, 1.95, so 21 to 20, I think, at 8.88. For the Lions, obviously, Marvin Jones had four last week, so I would expect it to even out this week and go to Galladay. Uh, Tevin Coleman uh, for the 49ers, 2.38. I really should be checking these before, shouldn't I? It's um, 11 to 8 for 2.38 and Skybet for him. Um, As I say, they match up fairly well against the Panthers' run defense. Uh, John Brown for the Bills against the Eagles, uh, 9 to 4 for him. Ooh, I like it. Uh, Yeah, um, someone put out a piece in the week saying he's light years ahead of all the other receivers in the Bills and that he really should get more of the ball. And he should. And the Eagles have got a poor secondary. So, and, and obviously matchup. they released Mr. Skandrick, as you mentioned. Yep. So, yeah, it's a very good matchup and nine to four. Anything over two to one, I'm very happy there. Mm. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, you mentioned just before, he is at uh, about four to five, 1.75. So, between eight and 11, four to five. Uh, and then obviously you've got the other guy there, Kenny Stills. He's yep. uh, 15 to eight. Score a touchdown, take, directly taking Will Fuller's place, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler for the Chargers, it's two to one. Um, my nap, sorry, my next best for this week is going to be a little bit bigger. Is um, five to two on Hunter Henry to score any time on Paddy Power uh, for the Chargers. Um, mm. Yeah, they're playing the uh, playing the Bears. The Bears stank last week. Um, I think their defense has pretty much given up and Hunter Henry gets a lot of red zone targets mm. since he's been back. So that will be my next best, a little sneak peek towards the end. And a couple of defensive um, de- uh, de- defensive slash special team scorers, 49ers, um, they are 9-2 on Paddy Power. And then unbelievably, the Patriots are 6-1 to one on Ooh. Skybet to score a defensive touchdown or mm. special teams touchdown which I thought was really high given the fact that Baker leads the league in interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and while they've had the bye week, obviously we've seen the Patriots defense is working fairly well at the moment. So I thought six to one was a fairly, fairly big price for that. Um, the 49ers one was because uh, Kyle Allen had six fumbles all lost in his first few games. And the 49ers we know with both uh, Armstead and Buckner who can uh, provide a lot of pressure. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's a quick run through of the mm. ten or so touchdown scorers I briefly listed. Mm. Do you think Austin Eckler is two to one? Yeah, that is yeah. mental. Yeah, I did. The, the, obviously, the annoying thing is they keep trying to get Gordon going, but you'd hope that rational coaching would say we've mental. been useless trying to mm. get him going. Mm. And obviously, Eckler has had a lot of targets. Yeah. I was going to say a um, a word then, which would be blanked out. <laughs> Uh, yeah. He has had a ton of targets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had Kenny Stills written down. I had John Brown, Daryl Henderson as well. The other one I had was Kiki Kuti. Uh, he's generally yeah. a good price as well. Um, he'll just go into the slot with Kenny Stills out wide to save with the yeah. injury. He, he was um, he was 15-2 to two last week, uh, Kiki Kuti. Mm. He's one I mentioned. Yeah, Not quite that this week. He's about 3-1, to one, I think. But, um, yeah. So, so, and then the only other one that you didn't mention, it was uh, Cameron Bray against the Titans. No AJ Howard this week. Uh, again, yeah, it could be a uh, Cameron. Cameron is that confirmed? I know that he was yeah, um, yeah. he was marginal. Um, okay, that's good because yeah, I've got a yardish pop on him as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, Cameron Brake, 130 anytime as well. So, uh, in terms of my no. treble, uh, my TD treble, I've got Marlon Max, Saquon Barkley, and Luke Hopkins, uh, 4.721 uh, over Sky Bet as well. So, I uh, don't really want to go too much into details. I've, we've gone into Saquon and Luke. Marlon Max should have a decent game of it uh, against Denver as well. So, and Denver have yeah, kind of have a, a, a softish rush defense. So, um, should be a good game there yeah. for Mac. With, with uh, Jacoby Brissett, obviously, he had the spotlight last week. It uh, might be time to go back to Marlon Mack this week. Yeah, um, I didn't obviously didn't give you my treble. I will go with Hopkins, Galladay, and John Brown. Um, off the top of my head, I can't tell you what that is. Um, <laughs> no, but you've got um, you've got pretty much evens nine to four and four to five essentially. So I'm sure you can figure that out. Um, yeah, yeah a few player props that I was after. Uh, John o. Smith is twenty two and a half yards. Um, look for the overs on that one. That was at 888. Or if you wanted to go a, probably a little bit safer and in fairness, better odds, over two and a half receptions is um, 11 to 10 for John o. Smith this week. Um, AJ Brown over two and a half receptions in the first game, but um, in, in the same game, sorry. But that is pretty awful odds. That's just over six to four, um, four to six. Um, Matt Stafford completions. <laughs> Annoyingly, that's all I've written down. Um, um, <laughs> Without just um, whatever, Kenny, it, whatever it is, over whatever, whatever it is. yeah, whatever it is, go <laughs> over it. Carry on Johnson, obviously, is the main running back that they've got. He's out injured. Um, Ty Johnson and carry on Johnson uh, under JD 0.5 McKissick. rush yards, definitely. That's a banker, <laughs> yeah. Jaden McKissick is the pass, um, pass catching back, so that helps Stafford. And Ty Johnson is good mm. from what I've seen in a little bit, but not good enough. Uh, Matt Moore under 253 yards for the Chiefs. Um, it, it's basically just fading him. I, I don't know him well enough to really back that with stats, but I thought that was a fairly high line. And, and the final one, which again, I've not looked at because I didn't have time, uh, over 44 and a half yards on Matt Breda um, for the 49ers. He, as far as I was aware, he was still getting enough of the ball, but I did need to double check that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Tevin Coleman has taken over quite a lot of the yardage recently. Yeah, last week, um, Brader only had 35 yards off eight carries. And the week before against the Rams, he had 36 off 13. So probably not the best one, but that was one I wanted to have a nose at. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was my player props. And my nap for the week is probably going to be Jonu Smith over two and a half receptions. That was six to five. Um, at 365. Cool, like like your work. Um, yeah, well, we've got, I'll give you my nap and next best, and then we'll just do a request a bit as well. So, my nap uh, is uh, for some reason I've got Marlon Mack anytime, but I don't remember writing that down, but we'll go with it. <laughs> we, we, we shall see. Uh, and then my next best is Carolina plus five and a half. Give me the points, Carolina, all day long. Um, okay, let's get out of here. Let's go request a bet. So, my request a bet for the week uh, Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson to have 300 passing yards. Uh, and two touchdowns is eleven to two with the with Skybet. The Sean Watson one yeah. should be should be a given. Uh, Rogers one obviously did that had a career day last week, so probably going to fail this week. But yeah, we we shall we shall see. Um, yeah, that, I, I'm, that I'm that looking forward to that Texans game. Yeah, should be good. Um, Aaron Rodgers is is the one you really you could be the one that kills you there. But eleven to two, not bad. Yeah, yeah, and as always, I'm definitely definitely aware of the request about section. I've got one to go. Um, and I'm definitely not stalling for time now while I look for stuff. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. 
Yeah, for every every single week. I've been doing this for how many weeks thought, this season now? I thought there was. Oh, um, in fact, in fact, that was my one winner last week. I um, the uh, oh yeah, the scrimmage, scrimmage arch. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Scrimmage arch for Cooks and um, for Cook and Ezekiel Elliott. That was literally the only thing that Blumin won for me last week. See, so if I'd have known you hadn't got a request a bit, I could have filled some stuff in. But, <laughs> but now, now. now <laughs> Now that you've you've already done your nap and next best, you've uh, you've shut the gun early, and now I've got. I know. Uh, why why didn't you go with your nap and next best while I'm looking, Tim? Well, I've just done it. Oh, you did. Damn. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you are you in this conversation? Uh, no, I was going to say. I mean, I mean, like. No, the, I'm. Uh, I'm on. thinking about getting to the admirality and whether I should um whether I should bother or not. All right. No, I was just going to say I, I quite liked some of the enhanced A times this week. Um. I can't remember what they are off the top of my head either because I've got me I've got five percent battery on my laptop, so um yeah. Oh it's gone up. Um you have got Gurley, Barkley, Hilton all to score at six to one. And yeah. the late one is McCaffrey and Michelle both to score touchdowns. Yeah. In fact, go for it, that'll be mine. Nine to four for McCaffrey and Sony Michelle to score touchdowns. That's any kind of touchdowns. Yeah. So I'm more than happy to take that at nine to four. Yeah, I was looking for some kind of decent odds, but um they're all Oh, fairly difficult to be honest. Yeah, um, I was I was trying to find um, a request to bet on the Rams game just for the hundred pound challenge as well. But um, Gurley and Henderson both to score, but they didn't put either of those up. So, um, I, I well, you can. Um, yeah, did they not have um, Henderson? They're both placed to score. No nah. list. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, I suppose I could have gone with my forty to one um, shot on that, but um, yeah, yeah. I'll stick to the nine to four on what I just mentioned. Indeed. All right, let's get out of here then. Uh, yeah, so any, uh, any bets out there that anyone fancies, shove them over to us at full 10 yards and we'll retweet some of those as well. Um, we'll also we'll put up uh, our, our best bet giveaway because we haven't done that yet as either. So Adam, I'll, I'll talk to you offline and we'll put something that up. But uh, yeah, at full 10 yards and on the website as well, full10yards.com. We'll list all these bets that we've just gone through and the 100-pound challenge and all the rest of it as well uh, just because it, yeah, it's, it's hard to, it's hard, it's hard to, uh, to write it all down when we're all talking. So... Um, certainly, <laughs> yeah, certainly when I'm listening to other podcasts, I'm trying to get the stats and other bits as well. I I have to usually scroll back 15 seconds to listen to it three times, but there we go. Um, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope if you go to the game tomorrow, Adam, and obviously you as well, Adam, have a good game, have a good time. Hopefully, the Bengals don't lose by too many. <laughs> Um, and then yep. hopefully, hopefully the, the main thing is hopefully we all have some winning bets and some cash uh, ahead of uh, Thanksgiving and obviously Christmas just around the corner. Was it eight weeks? My God. Um, anyway, oh, yeah, Adam, gosh. hope you uh, hope you get out of the hotel. Go and have a pint, mate, and uh, drown your sorrows. Even the if the event of tomorrow has not even happened yet. Yeah, I've just been looking at it. It's <laughs> believe 40, 40 minutes to get to the Admiralty. It's just a lot of uh, a lot of effort, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. Um, figure it out. Yeah, I, obviously still looking forward to tomorrow. It's probably not going to be the most pretty game ever, but um, yeah. Go and, yeah, go, and get a, go and get a beer out of vending machine, mate, and just sit in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably going to be better than watching the game. Yeah, if um, if anyone's around and you spot a short hairy man in a um, Andy Dalton camo jersey, then um, give me a shout. Give me a beer. <laughs> not Andy Dalton. Not Andy Dalton himself. Um, right, no. so... Yeah, we're we're around in, so we get we're going out of here. But thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. I'll be back a bit later on with a Britball podcast. Maybe that'll be Sunday, late Sunday or Monday morning. Uh, I'm attending the Dunfermline Kings Associate Games tomorrow as well. So hopefully getting a few interviews, getting a bit of live video as well there. So if you follow the Britball, nice. go and give that a follow. 
Uh, but yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. So we will be back in a couple of days. In the meantime, it's goodbye from Adam. Who day? Oh dear. And it's, and it's goodbye from me. It's in the great words of Kevin Cadle. Bye bye for now. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show, full10yards at gmail.com.